The work. The work. Okay. Oh, it won't work anymore. So we have to check the oh, work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, and for the people in this room, you have the belief. Yes? You got a belief? You have the ability to perform. Like, when you do what you do, people love it. Whether you're making money from it or not. Ability. Checking the work ethic. How's our work ethic? Are we out there mashing it every single day? Are we working as hard on this thing, this dream, this desire, as we are or as we were on our job? Do we put in the hours? Do we put in the work? I think that's going to trip people up. But I think it goes off of back to the belief, right? Because Uh you're not going to go out there like mashing it. If you don't believe... And it's how I like to share it. If you don't believe that you're the only person in the desert with water, I believe with this content creation workshop, mm, this boot camp, strong, I believe we're the only person in the desert with water. Mm-hmm. You need this. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm I'm so passionate about um, about this topic because I know that people can be career creators. Like you can you can make a whole six seven figure income just by creating content. So when I'm talking to somebody and they say, "Well, I don't have the money," or whatever their excuse is, I don't just let it go mm-hmm. because I like now my mind is you don't even realize how much it's costing you to not come to the workshop, but you have to do the work. But that work ethic is going to be based on belief. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, so we're on the same page. Really, if, if you don't have a goal, you're somewhat hoping that things just go well. It's really a hope and a wish. And here's what I do understand 100% about. You cannot get rich with hope. You can't get rich with wishes. I'm just, I'm here to tell you, you cannot be a millionaire with hope. But if if you haven't set a target and you're actively walking towards that target, you're hoping and wishing that things go well. I think Harriet Tubman's a good example. She was not hoping and wishing that things go well. She understood something that a lot of us do not understand is that things don't go well. You guys understand that? Things don't just go well. In fact, I think things have a tendency to not go well by design. If you just let life be life and just hope that it goes well, you will be severely disappointed. It just is what it is. I don't don't know why it's that way. I don't... If you're not working on yourself and you're not growing, you're not developing, you're not like doing the things that I'm going to talk about in a second, things will not go well. Success is intentional. Wealth is intentional. Throw it in the chat if you agree that happiness is intentional. But if we're going to be intentionally happy, We have to, one, decide that we're going to be happy and then identify all the things that it's going to take to become happy. And then we have to act on this stuff to become happy. Happiness is a job. It takes work. You don't just wake up happy. You don't just be happy. 
It is work. It takes work. Just like wealth takes work. Success takes work. It all takes work. But I think there's three things that we got to check. Okay. There's three things we have to check. We're going to have to check our head, the things that are going on in our head. We have to check the things that are going on in our heart. And we have to check the things that go on with our hands. But so no one is a consistent person. It's just like we prioritize. But we've all prioritized something. So I can't say that anybody in this room isn't consistent Uh because you are. It's just the thing that you're consistent in is either detrimental or it's not really moving the needle. So consistency. You wake up maybe the same time and you brush your teeth. And you have the same consistent routine where, I don't know, you floss. So my routine is I floss, I'll put some uh, peroxide, swish it around for a little bit. Then I brush my teeth and then I do the little tongue scraper. Y'all use the tongue scraper? No, y'all don't. Use a little tongue scraper. And then I use mouthwash, spread it out. And that's, that's my routine. I'm consistent in that. And some of you all are consistent. Maybe you wake up the same time every day. Maybe you, um, you prepare your coffee. Same way, same time every day. You're consistent. And the thing that you do at work, it just, it's just not a life-changing consistency. So we can be consistent. But we'd have to like, we'd have to target that consistency to a thing. Yeah. Right. So, yes. So back to your point, we have a big goal and we got to figure out what is the most important part about this big goal that I need to be consistent in. And what we decided was every single Monday we're releasing an episode. Mm -hmm. Today, we release something every day. Today, we're doing a blog post every couple of days or so. Today, we're posting on Instagram or TikTok and all that kind of stuff. We're uploading an audio every day. Today, we're doing that. Mm-hmm. But the first thing, if you remember what I said, jumped on a call and said, we will release an episode every single Monday. Mm-hmm. Or and, there's a consequence. Or there's a consequence, for sure. And then we would do, uh, you remember, it will be like an interview Monday. The next Monday, me and Donnie episode. Yep. The next Monday interview, next Monday, me and Donnie episode. Mm-hmm. But then somehow we was like, all right, we, we, we need to pick this up. Mm-hmm. We need to pick this up. So we went to Monday interview, Thursday, me and Donnie. And it's every single week consistently. But it started with one day. I was looking for this environment and I just couldn't find it. Right? Anybody ever feel like that? You're in your city. It's like, where do you find these successful people? I don't know. And I think what happened was... I really got into personal development and I started yeah. listening to Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn. Jim will change your life. My gosh. He had these, he had these philosophies and, the, and, the, and these ideologies and the way he thought I could just relate to. So he would like break down these big complex subjects mm-hmm. and just teach it so that a kid can understand it. Mm-hmm. So that I could understand it. Mm-hmm. And what happened was I started listening to this stuff over and over and over and over and over again. I stopped watching TV and I just kept listening to this stuff. What happened was I would do the same thing every weekend with my friends. Like we go out to the club, we're going to hang out. We're all going to chip in, put money on a bottle. We'll drink it before we get there. So we don't have to buy drinks when we get in the club. That's, that's the routine. We're going to pregame. Pre-game was designed for people like me and my friends. I'm not about to spend $10 on a drink when we get a whole bottle for 40 and we all put money in. We'll be in there, be drunk by the time we get there. 
Never mind. I'm sorry. I had a flashback a little bit. I didn't have that experience. <laughs> oh, go, man. Come back to the podcast. So back, like, to the back, podcast. back to the podcast. So, like, I'm, 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 I'm in this environment. This is what we do. It's expected on the weekends. This is what we're going to do. But I start listening to this personal development. It's just he opened my, eye, my mind up to a whole nother idea. And what happened was the environment that I started to go to now, I was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't like cut them off like, I'm going to stop messing with y'all. It was just, we doing this again, y'all? And then if you mention not doing it, you're the outcast. Oh, yeah. You're the outcast. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yo, let's just, yo, let's, this is what we need to do. We need to save our... And, and I think maybe my friends just thought I was trying to recruit them because I got into a business and I'm like, ooh, I can make some money. And I get in this other, this other environment and I'm telling my friends, like, listen, y'all, all you got to do is find three people. And those three people find three people. And we reach. <laughs> we reach. We went. I think more than the recruiting, <laughs> I, I'm just becoming something different. I see the game. I see that we're going to spend $100 tonight. Well, we could take this $100, you could sign up in this company that I'm in. Yeah. But I don't think my, my major goal was necessarily to recruit them. It was really to just involve them in what I'm doing. And they start to separate themselves. Mm-hmm. Because in this environment, this new env- this environment that I'm in with this new mindset, it just doesn't make sense. So I started to change. In the environment that I was comfortable in, got uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then I had to go find some comfort somewhere. And I found comfort in these conversations. Yeah. So now I'm seeking out these environments. Listen, if you're taking a note, you will always seek refuge in where you're comfortable. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, It will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. 
It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. My goal at this point was to find where I'm comfortable. I'm now comfortable talking about success. I'm not comfortable going to the club, drinking, hanging out. I'm just not comfortable there. But it started with myself. It started with me. It started with me at least making a decision to say, Mm -hmm. I'm going to stop listening to music in the car. Now, I know some people, they may love music, but I started to realize that music does something to you. It does something. I'm talking about hip hop, R&B, whatever. There are messages. Yeah. Am I bugging? They're like messages. Now, we like the beat. We sing along with it and then the song gets stuck in our head. But whatever's in our head shapes us. It's not like just the music that's in our head doesn't shape us and we just like the beat. I had to stop listening to Mary J. Blige. I love Mary J. But my mindset started thinking, man, I ain't never about to be married. I'm straight. (laughs) All them drama songs, I was like, man, relationships ain't for me. I'm being single for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Where I want to go, that's what I allow in my mind. So now, I don't care where you live, what city you live, You can change your environment. But we got to start with the environment in our mind first. Issue is there's been a lot of uh, done for you shaming in the streets. Okay. Yes. If you do a thing, then you're not cool. You're not scaling your business because, oh my gosh, you actually do it. You do it. Right. That's that's how that's what this thing has become. Nobody good is going to do the work anymore. Mm hmm. So I, so we are going to have this conversation, whether you like it or not. Okay. Uh, what we talked about, uh, working in your v- business versus on your business. And I am a big advocate right now, right now, and Donnie may have a different perspective. I am a big advocate for working in your business right now. I am working 
in my business. I'm not necessarily, I'm in a season right now. It's not about working on the business. I am working in the business. I am doing the work. We hear every single day, recording this content, creating the strategy, putting it all together. Cause I don't, I think the, uh, the talent pool of people that can actually escalate at, like execute is very, very slim. So me and Reese, we jump in here and we work. So let's just make this little list. Okay. Let's start with the heart. What are the things that we have to put into our heart to become happy, successful, wealthy? Throw it in the chat. Throw it in the chat. What are some things that we, we got to put in? Okay. I'll start with one. We have to put in belief. We have to develop some sort of belief in our heart. Because imagine this. Imagine we think strategically. We've got a plan. We're willing to do the work. But if this activity isn't empowered or fueled by some sort of belief system, you're not actually going to work as hard and you're not going to think as hard either because it starts here. So when we make our, I, I ask everybody, what is our goal by the end of the year or by January 1st, what do we have to accomplish? Now, some of you said some stuff, but here's what I know about a lot of what you said. You don't truly believe it. And if you don't believe it, you're not going to go at it with all your heart. If you don't truly believe it. If you're hoping that it happens, you'll, you'll okay. Um, let's say someone you love dearly and they have never, ever lied to you. They've never, ever lied to you. And they said, if you do me a favor, if you will cut my grass, I will give you $50. This is someone you love dearly. They've never, ever lied to you. You trust them. You believe that whatever they say is true. And they say, if you cut my grass, I will give you $50. You would be willing to cut the grass. You would be willing to make plans after. And you do it with the best of your ability because you know 100% that they are going to pay you after you do this work. Okay. Imagine somebody you don't trust. You don't trust them as far as you can throw them. Every time you talk to them, they're liars. They lie about something. You know, you know those, y'all have any people in your life like, you don't even know why they're lying. Like, why are you? It ain't even that serious to lie. And they said, if you cut my grass, I will give you $50. You'll probably ask for the money up front. They say, well, I got to go get it. You'll either not do it or you're not going to give it your best. You're not going to like get them hedges. You're not going to like make that cool little line between the concrete and the grass on the grass. You're not going to go as hard because there's some sort of belief system that's saying it's a possibility that this won't work out. I'm not about to make no plans to spend some money that I ain't get from somebody that I don't trust. But if you believe in that thing, you go, you go extra hard. The, 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 the real challenge is our belief system. Here's what I would rather you do. And we could argue about this. I don't know. I would rather you make small goals that you believe in than big goals that you don't. I would rather 
You make small goals that you 100% full-fledged believe in. If you say by the end of the year, I'm going to make an extra $10,000 outside of my job. And that is a, that's something you know 100% you can do. I'd rather that be the goal than you set a goal that, okay, I could make 50000 I could, but I don't necessarily believe it. Here's what's, here's what's funny. Even if you don't believe it and you go for 50, you'll probably make 20. If you 100% believe that you can make 10, you probably make the 10. But what's more important is the confidence in knowing that you can set a goal and go after it. Because if you set 50 and you go for 20, you might be somewhat disappointed and you'll constantly set high goals that you don't believe in, and you're starting to create a pattern of disbelief, and you're setting your goals based off of disbelief. I don't just shoot high goals just to be shooting high goals. Just because someone said, if you shoot for the moon, you'll probably hit the stars. For me, personally. Now, this might be the wrong philosophy. I think Les Brown wouldn't agree with that, right? I think that was his quote. Shoot for the moon, you'll probably hit the stars, or shoot for the stars, you'll hit the moon, something like that. Whatever's closest and farthest. But what, I, what I'm doing is I set a goal that I will have 100% belief in. But what that has done is created a pattern in my life. Because I used to set really high goals. Sometimes I hit it. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I hit it. Sometimes I don't. And what that created inside of me is me trying to get lucky. And I don't like that. My new message is let's work in our business. I just heard too many people Saying like it, here's the here's the thing. So your business is automated, but if you were to really get in there, like hitting them streets, mm-hmm. you ten x your results for sure. You ten x. Sure. That's where I'm at right now. Like I'm in the streets. I ain't too good to do the work anymore. Right anymore. Well, just in the season that we're in, yeah. right? So I'm I'm a believer. I'm in a season. Let's just go build. Let's yeah. look. I would never just lock down and do a webinar every single week, but that's what I'm gearing up for because we're going we're, we're gonna to jump into a season where we run tens of thousands of people into this morning meetup. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I'll jump out of that season and then cultivate the growth and mm-hmm. maybe not, not be so on like building the business, yeah. but not building the business and like taking care of family and kind of taking care of myself mentally, mm-hmm. things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just these seasons, but you got to be very, very careful. I remember I was on a call with Spectacular. It was, you know, just super, super rich. Him 500. Like all these people were on this call and they're talking about the results and, you know, how they got clients and all that kind of stuff. And they're like, yo, what do you do? Because a lot of people on the call didn't know. And I'm telling them about this morning meetup, $79 a month. They're like, yo, you're bugging. It's like, yo, you need to at least make it 197 because the higher you charge, the more quality person and the quality people, they do the work. And I'm like, what was crazy is I never... For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus... You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones 
who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ever, ever wavered. I never, even while they were telling me, I never thought to myself, yeah, I'm at to shut it down. I never thought that because they, because one, I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily looking at it as the best way to make money, but it was the best way to bring a community together that feeds me. I, I, being on the call helps me mm-hmm. just like it helps the people on the call. So I'm not thinking, because you don't like the strategy, I'm not gonna do something I love. So we gotta obviously make a decision that you're going to be consistent. Mm-hmm. And then I would say that uh, number three is decide what you're gonna be consistent in. Mm. And in the decision of being consistent, it doesn't necessarily have to be directly related to the thing you wanna be consistent in. You have to develop a habit of being consistent. So you might say, my consistent habit, I want, I wanna consistently work on a business, right? But I need to do something that allows me to easily start developing the habit, which might be, okay, I'm going to do 10 push-ups every day. Now, the 10 push-ups every day doesn't necessarily equate to you being consistent in a business, but it does add to your ability to be consistent in anything. Because if you can be consistent in anything, you can be consistent in everything. Because how you do anything is how you do everything, Right. So we have to like we have to start to develop the habit. So let's just decide what that habit's going to be. My first habit or my first habit in the consistency journey of this podcast, because we release episodes all over the place. You know, I said we're going to pick a day and on Monday we're going to release the episode. I remember coming on to the morning meetup and saying, hey, if I don't release an episode every single Monday, I'm going to come on here and give away five hundred dollars. I don't know how I'm going to distribute it. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because th- th- I guess the next step, the next step would be one you decided and it has to be some sort of consequence. So that I think that would be accountability. That's where I was going to go next. Like you got to hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. So I, what I like for everybody to do is have like an introspective moment. Look at what you're getting in life. And I just want you to ask yourself, is this what I like? Logically, you're not saying, Oh, I love being broke. Oh, I love, I love having overdrafts. I love not having enough. But do you? Like deep, deeper than like the logical idea of your struggle. Because there's something about it that you like. Mm-hmm. My aunt said this to somebody one time. Um, they were, uh, I think they was at their job for like 15 years. Somebody, it was like, I forgot what the job was, but it was like one of those jobs you look up like, yo, bro, you still here. But it was like 15 years. And my aunt, she, she just like real brash. She was like, dang, you must like it. He's like, nah, it pays the bills. No, you must like this. It's not that it just pays the bills. It's not that you couldn't find anything else. You like this. Some of us have an idea and you like not being able to attain the dream because you like just talking about it. And you like 
being able to blame people for not having other people support you. You like that. You into that. Stir up the drama. You much rather talk about your failures than your successes because people give you more love. Mm. You get way more love. Yes, when, you do. When you're not attaining your dream. When something when you get fired, you into the, yo, you can't wait to get to your friend's house. Look at this morning meetup. Look at this morning meetup. There are so many people who have way more courage to go out and become an entrepreneur, not because I'm giving a good presentation. Is this true? It's not that I, like, it's not that, yo, Dave's given the most amazing information and I never heard this stuff before. The major value is not David. The major value is not Bryn. The major value isn't the guest speakers. That's not the major value. The major value is the fact that we got almost 500 people on this Zoom call and we're all in the same mindset. We're all doing stuff. That's why when I come on the call, I say, yo, is there anything anybody can brag about? Anybody got anything that they want to share, any type of accomplishments? Because when you're in an environment of people that are accomplishing stuff, it makes it so much easier. Look at people who aren't entrepreneurs that join this call and they see all these entrepreneurs doing stuff. And they're like, yo, I could do this. Marlon left his job, not because he just, not because he was at his job and he was tired of it. I believe, this is just me, I believe he's been exposed to so much in this past year. It makes it kind of hard to not be. Marlon, is, I don't know. I, what, are, what are you thinking? What do you, give me your thoughts. No, this past year has been life-changing, to say the least. I can, I don't want to get on my soapbox, <laughs> but no, that's definitely the part of, that's definitely the reason why. He left his job because he's finding less and less people who have a job. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm for the longest. I, I, right now, I can probably count on one hand how many people that I know that has a job. In my first book, I wrote a, uh, I painted a picture like that we are on this journey to reach success, like this pot of gold. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't really work like that because the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow is empty. The, 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 the key is on this journey, you're picking up bits of gold. So by the time you get to this empty pot, by the end of the rainbow, you're dumping it all in. Now you have this pot of gold, right? It's, it's, not, just, it's not just there full waiting for you, right? You have to pick up these little gems along the way. Mm. And the consistency of like walking, you'll start to pick up little, if you do so, if you make your bed every single day, eventually you'll pick up these little, oh, I could just tug it that way. Yeah. If you're making the Rotatuli. Ro <laughs> the Rotel did. Rotel, you make it every day. So Donnie, she was making it twice a year. Yeah. So of course she's she has her system, but if she makes it every day, eventually she would have came up with a process where she doesn't have to wash this pot. Mm -hmm. She would have came up with a process to do it a little faster, just like getting it done. So you got to be comfortable picking up gold nuggets along the way. Yeah. And that needs to be the reward. Yeah. The reward should be the consistency. You should celebrate. Take yourself out to eat because you did the thing consistently 20 days a year mm -hmm. or 20 days straight, right? In factories, they have their, their every day counting 
how many days they went without an accident. Mm-hmm. Every day, there's a reward. Mm. Every day. And once that number gets too big, everybody gets excited. And everybody's helping their brother or sister or their coworker to say, yo, no, 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 no. You got to do it this way. We don't want to mess up that number. Yeah. So they're excited about the number. Yeah. And I think we, we it's not the act that we like, it's the feeling. So we don't like the, the initial act of drinking. It doesn't taste good, but we like the feeling of letting our cares go, being intoxicated, right? But how do we get but, people to like the feeling of success? Like, But I'm trying to get we... them to understand that it's normal, even in entrepreneurship. Mm. I don't necessarily like the act, oh, we get to set up the cameras and we get the lights and all that kind of stuff. And then we got to go to the store and get a cord that doesn't work. The one we bought didn't work. And then I got to fly all my friends down here to pay for it. Then I got to get Donnie a room and she don't like the room. She complains about the room. And then talks about, I don't do four-star hotels, all kind of bougie stuff. I don't do four-star the hotels. The act of all that isn't, I don't, we, we, I hope you guys aren't, I hope you guys aren't looking forward to the act of entrepreneurship, mm. the act of it. But if you can start falling in love with the feeling of satisfaction, the feeling of hitting your goal, the feeling that you're going to feel right now is going to be super frustrated. When you start thinking about all the stuff that you need, it's going to be mad, overwhelming. You're coming up with the goal. And then it, this is why I don't recommend a whole bunch of especially new entrepreneurs, doing multiple businesses. Mm-hmm. Think about this. One business has five, six things that you need to do to make that business successful. But the five or six have five or six each. Yeah. That they all need to, okay. So I want to, um, I want to start a podcast. Great. So we got to get the equipment. We got to make sure we have time in the schedule to do it. And then we got to find guests. Finding guests is a whole job in itself. Finding the equipment, like, okay, how, what, there's a million type of microphones. Then after you get all the equipment list, you got to figure out the money. How are you going to get the money? Then you got to figure out a plan to get the money. Imagine doing that for three or four things. That's why I don't recommend uh, beginning entrepreneurs doing more than one business because there's so many legs to it. Hmm. But the, 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 I, I'm telling you, just how you take that first drink, I don't like it, but I'm just waiting for the feeling. We'll endure that, but not entrepreneurship. Mm-mm. Because when you start having the goal and all the stuff that you need, it's going to be super overwhelming, but just start checking it off. And the feeling of checking something off, that's what I want you to get addicted to. It works with liquor. It works with drinking. Lo- it works. works. I don't even know nobody really got a job. And maybe it's Atlanta. It's maybe this environment, but of course. Okay. Anyway. So we got to check our hearts and we have to put in courage. We have to put in belief. We have to put in confidence. But we have to take out of our heart. We have to take out of our heart it's active emotions. Let me get to my board. Can I show you on my board? Am I? Okay. We got to take out active emotions. Acting on our emotions. I don't know if that would be active emotions, but acting, I should put acting on emotions. It's okay to feel away. But if all of our activity is based on what we feel in our heart, I'm telling you, you are on a road 
disappointment. Okay. I'm telling you. I'm not going to stay on it long. But we got to be very careful with how we use our emotions. You may feel angry. And if you let your the emotion of anger dictate your activity, you might find yourself in jail for the rest of your life. If you let your emotion dictate your activity, if you're angry with your spouse, it will dictate what you do. Some people cannot, they can't restrain their emotions from activity. And you wind up saying something to someone you love in a moment of acting on your emotions and you lose the person forever. You can't, like sometimes you say something to somebody, you can't, you can't take it back. And an apology doesn't remove the scar. They'll never forget it. But sometimes we're acting on our emotions. So I'm, I'm saying in this journey of success, entrepreneur, because we're going to talk about how we can make more money, we got to stop moving off of passion and emotion. Now, our passion might fuel some activity if it's positive, but don't let your negative emotions get too active. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.